Welcome to the Jamoti Podcast. We are all surrounded by amazing coaches and leaders. So let's get an inside look at not just what they do, but how they do what they do. After all, becoming the best versions of ourselves is Jamoti, just a matter of doing it. Coaches, the Jamoti Podcast is powered by Shoot360. The future of basketball has arrived in Dallas-Fort Worth. Shoot360 combines the latest sports technology with the fundamentals of basketball skill development. The result is a one-of-a-kind video game-like basketball program designed to improve your shooting, dribbling, and passing. Visit Shoot360DFW.com to learn more and register for your free one-hour workout evaluation. Shoot360, the future of basketball is here. I've written one book. It it took me five years to write, and I normally don't mention that at all, and and I'm not bragging. The reason I'm bringing that up is I know how hard that is. It took took a long time, and it was stressful, and all these things. You've written 27. Like that's 33 now. Okay, see, so that's just the number I saw, (laughs) 33, and then work on your game, and I can see it, you know, for anybody watching the video, I can see it behind that mm. number, it just makes me like, like my question, like how, like how do you do that? But I would imagine, you know, you're you're constantly learning new things, absorbing new information, following people. So, what's one quality that you see in great leaders? One quality I see in great leaders, wow, well, there's a lot, but one I would say is uh, accountability, uh, taking accountability for themselves, which qualifies them to hold others accountable because anytime you're leading a group of people you want to hold them accountable well one thing that sometimes somebody might do who you're holding accountable is say well hey you're not doing the thing that you're telling me to do so you can't yell at your players for being late to practice if you're late to practice yeah so that's it's the accountability is the first thing that comes to mind but there's probably I mean, there are entire books written on the concept of leadership and the traits of leaders so I don't know what your book is about but uh that is um that's the first thing that comes to mind but there's probably a 100 things we get listed we talked for long enough i like that uh, that accountability piece is huge um gannon baker uh big time skill development guy says that you can't coach mm-hmm. something that you don't possess and, right. and 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 so for us to expect like it, we all have cultures and we want to hold the standards with our players uh, but if we're not living and so that that's convicting though right like i'm talking to you about habits and how I like to wake up early, but I seem to struggle with that. Well, then how can I expect for, to ask my players to do hard things or things that they don't really like to do if I'm also struggling to do? But I don't know. I, maybe uh, maybe that also the, the human part of that is good to let them know that, golly, I'm, I struggle with things just the, way, the same way that they do, right? Absolutely. Letting them know that you struggle with it. But then also, uh, since you're the coach, letting them know how you got over it. Yeah. <laughs> how'd you, how'd yeah. you deal with it? How'd you so, figure it I'm out? Still, I'm still working on that part, on that side <laughs> of it. But I did. I wrote down 4 a.m. Yeah. And uh, the goal tomorrow is is 4 a.m. You're going to wake up at 4 a.m.? That's it. Are you? Are you going to do that? What time are you going yes, tomorrow? I, I will be waking up at 3.45. I'll push it back 15 minutes. So actually, 3.45 is when I get up. Uh, Dre, I'm going to start at I'm going to start at four. So I wrote that okay. down. I'm going to get that done tomorrow. And the fact that I'm saying it and I'm saying it to you, um, I think that's a big, a big thing with goals is not just keeping them internally, but sharing them with other people. When you, you, you write them down, you share them with mm-hmm. another person. Uh, 
there's like going back to accountability, there's more people involved with the vision or dream that you have. Yeah, that's right. And making sure you're letting people know who can actually help is what I like to tell people. Let somebody know who might be have some insight or some ideas or someone who's already doing it. Like, hey, hey, here's what I did to actually make that work. So it doesn't have to be you just uh, beating yourself up to wake up at four in the morning. But also, how could you possibly and this probably be a collaborative effort with your wife? How could you possibly restructure your day such that waking up at 4 a.m. is actually supported by what you're doing in the evenings? Because if you're going to bed at 11, 30, 12 o'clock, there's only so many times you can get up at four in the morning. That's before, right. uh, it's not working anymore. Work right? is going to suffer. They're going to they're going to see right. the lights off in my office and I'm just going to be on the floor. Uh, I can't be right. napping all day. How in the world did you write 27 books? How would you do or 33 books? How would you do that? Well, it goes right back to what we just talked about with the sleep, believe it or not, Matt. It's structuring things to make it easier to get that work done. So one thing that when you look at anyone who's a, I guess the phrase we use now is high performance, right? High performers or people who are very productive or they do something that most people look at and say that's hard to do, but they make it seem easy and they do it routinely. People look at them and think that this person is some, maybe they're just super talented or they're superhuman or they just have this ability that other people don't have. That's usually not the case, mm-hmm. even though the person may be talented. Right? So listen, do I have a talent for writing? I do. Do I have a, a, a thing when it comes to putting words together? I do. But just that alone is not enough to write a whole bunch of books. What allows me to write that many books is that I've been creating content since what we now call content since 2005. So when I sit down to write a book, Matt, I already have a lot of the material for the book. I've already mm-hmm. talked about it before in a video. I might have talked about it on a podcast. I might have written written articles about it. I've already thought it out and kind of said it to myself before I sit down and write. And I was just talking about this on uh, in a, a live stream I was doing the other day. I never, ever am sitting down looking at a blank screen with a blinking cursor. Never. Because when it's time for me to write, I already have the ideas. I already jotted the ideas down. So when it's time for me to write an article... Already have a sentence or two that says, Hey, here's what this article is going to be about. Here's the little anecdote or the story, or here's the thing that happened that you're going to write about. So mm-hmm. now I just look at that little sentence and say, Oh, the, the the pizza place forgot my pizza. They didn't put my order in. And I'm going to relate that back to something about what I do in my business. So when I sit down to write, I already know what story I'm going to tell. I already know what angle I'm coming at with it because I already had the thing, already thought it out in my head. So all I got to do is just sit down and flesh it out. I just got to get it out of my head and on paper, but I don't have to think of what the idea is going to be. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's good. I think yeah. one thing I've struggled with, with even doing this podcast, and I think I've heard other coaches say is, you know, you can go to clinics, you can read books, you can watch mm-hmm. videos, and there's just so much great information out there, but you can't do it all. So like in your, with you, with the, everything that you take in daily and those thoughts and stuff, What's your process of filtering? What? How do you decide what? Yeah, this is something I'm really going to focus on. Something that I'm going to, if you like, you have a program. It's Mm -hmm. using your program because I think that's something I struggle with. Like, I there's uh, Don Meyer, great time, great coach said. There's so many great ways to do it. You just can't do them all. Right. That's a great question. And actually, I was just talking about this yesterday. So it's having different platforms or just filtering out. So you can either have multiple platforms like me. If you're a person who likes to use the Internet a ton, are you a big Internet user? Yeah. Like social yeah. media, publishing different platforms. I do my best. OK, so I have all these different platforms that I publish to from short to long. So let's just say I get an idea like 
uh, there was something that I posted, like I send out this text message every morning called the daily motivation for free to a bunch of people in my text community and a text message, you know, so it's like the most you can send for one segment is 160 characters, right? And you pay for each text. So I make sure it's 160 or less, right? Because if it's more and it counts as two texts and you send this to thousands <laughs> of people, those yeah. prices go up. So anyway, I sent out this text a couple of weeks ago. It said, there's no reward or trophy for doing your job. That's what you're supposed to do. Something along those lines. That was the text. Now, that was a thought that I had that I said, okay, this is the thought. It can fit into 160 characters. I send it as a text message. Now, what if I want to expound on that and I want to talk about that thought for eight minutes? Okay, I'll make a YouTube video about it. Now, what if I want to expound on that even more and I want to give people like three or four points that go underneath that overall thought? Okay, now I might do a solo podcast episode about that exact subject. Mm -hmm. What if I want to write about it even more and I want to go even deeper on it and I want to make sure people really, really get this? Okay, I might make it a chapter in my next book. Or what if I think this is a really, really big idea? I want to build, I want to make this a strategic part of my entire brand. Hey, I might write a whole book on the subject. The whole point is I have different sized, different size buckets, let's just say, yeah. for the size of the idea. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I might have an idea that the only si the only idea, the idea might only be big enough for a text message. I don't want to expound on it. It's just I'm going to send it as a text and I will not go any deeper on that thought. That's all I want to say as a text. Or I might have something that's so big, like let's say the concept work on your game. I might want to write a whole book about it. I can't fit it into a text because it's too much I have to say. So it won't even fit into the text bucket, but it will fit into the book bucket. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, so that's good. Based on the size of the idea, I have different platforms through which I can express that idea. And that's me. But I have these different platforms. Now, somebody else, maybe they only have a YouTube channel. So now your thought, you can't have a, a 10 second thought. You probably don't want to put out a 10 second YouTube video. Probably not going to work. But now you got any thought you have, you got to make it fit into the range of whatever you do in your videos. Maybe it's 30 minutes, maybe it's 10. But I have these different lanes. And because social media provides us these platforms. First of all, you got to have the platforms in place so that you know where this is going to go. But any idea I get, I, first of all, I write it down and then I decide what is this going to be? It's going to be an article, a YouTube, a tweet. It's going to be a text message. Is it going to be a chapter in a book? Am I going to write a whole book about it? Am I going to do a, a keynote speech about it? Am I going to try to do a TED talk on it? Well, who knows? Right? But I have these different ways that I can get the idea out. I think uh, for a lot of coaches, probably listening to what you just said, their immediate thought was, golly, like that sounds like a lot of work. Like, how do you actually get all that done? But I think it goes back to how we started the talk with those daily habits and being organized, like actually having time built in your schedule. Um, like a very small, small scale is like for my this podcast that I that I'm doing, I've been trying mm -hmm. to figure out because I'm just I'm just a basketball coach that loves talking hoops, love talks, loves talking culture and learning new ideas about that. But knowing how to put things out on social media and timing, you know, blessed to have a few sponsors that actually wanted to partner up with me that that I already had those relationships in the basketball world. But part of my deal with them was I would put out a, a, a post about their company, their brand once a week. Well, mm. it's amazing. That's a small thing. But if you don't have it scheduled out of when you're doing it, man, it's it's easy for the day to go by and be like, golly, I just I didn't post that. And mm -hmm. so I, to me, doing what you're doing and and I love that idea of breaking it up and some I, I need to get more organized with what I hear, jot things down more, go back over and really put into categories. I think that's a good nugget 
And, and but but yeah. being organized to me seems like the key. Yes, and it's two things that you said there. I want to make sure I catch both of them. Is number one with the um yeah making sure that you get the word out about your sponsor. But there was something that you said there that I think your players and everybody listening to this should notice. And you you weren't even emphasizing this, but you have sponsors for your podcast, and the sponsorship world is not about your your eloquence or how great your material is. It's about relationships, yeah. right? And that's what you said. You have relationships with people that you were able to get them as sponsors. And the thing is, and athletes should really understand this. I try to tell athletes this all the time, that at some point, you're no longer the guy on the court or the field or the track or in the pool. And you're, the fact that you used to be an athlete, nobody cares. Right? You're, <laughs> nobody, cares about a, nobody cares about a former athlete. Yeah. So the question is, who are you now? And in that time that you were that guy or that girl in the sport, did you leverage that? Did you leverage that? And I tell athletes this. I remember I was speaking to the NBA's, the G League, the players in the G League. And I told them, like, the fact that you play in the G League is like a passport because it gets you into rooms and gets you into conversations that people otherwise would not have with you. But because you play in the G League, they want to talk to you. Did you cultivate and leverage those relationships to where when you stop playing, they'll still take your call? That matters a ton because you're coaching at the, the high school level, right? Yep, yep. So uh, some of your players, maybe a handful of them will go and play that sport in college. Most of them won't. Most right? won't, so, yeah. Right. So did you leverage the fact that you played a sport? Can you go and call one of your old assistant coaches mm -hmm. for a business connection five years from now? Can you call your old head coach? Do you have that relationship? Can you call one of your past teachers when you were in school did they have a favorable opinion of you? Those relationships matter the most. That's the biggest thing, especially in the business world that I'm in now as an entrepreneur. This is all about relationships. Mm. It, yes, you need to be good at what you do, but there are a lot of people who are good that nobody knows and they can't sell because they don't have the relationships. Business is all about relationships. So in sports, it, it's a meritocracy because you have a scoreboard and the scoreboard is objective. Scoreboards don't have opinions, but human beings have a lot of opinions. So in the business world, it's all about, yes, you need to be good. But the first question is, do I know this person? Do I like them? After that, then the question is, are they good? That's the third question. It's not the first question. It's the last question. So that relationship thing, I know you weren't even trying to. No, that's good, that. though. Yeah. It's a very big thing. Yeah. And I think then the attitude of, of service comes in right after that, because you mm -hmm. can. It, it really, I think people find out real quick of why you're trying to build that relationship with them. If it's just mm -hmm. to get something or to use them in, to, to further something that you're doing, but you come at it of, with a relationship of I'm I'm actually here to serve and to make you better. I think when you do that, man, those relationships go deeper. And in the long run, you might actually be able to get not selfishly more out of that relationship, but they'll be more willing to buy into whatever you're selling at that time. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with it being selfish. I mean, we all understand this is what we're in business for. I mean, the purpose of business is to make money, right? And they they understand that. They know that. They know they're there to make money and you're there to make money. So if you're giving them what they want, to, to paraphrase the late, great Zig Ziglar, you give other people everything they want, you get everything you want. So they understand the deal and they're happy with it as long as they're winning and you're winning. So yeah. a win-win situation, we're all happy. Thank you for checking out today's episode. Please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast share it with your fellow coaches, and find us on social media for what's coming up next on the Jamoti Podcast. It's just a matter of doing it.